check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Episode 217, Gun Owners of America. I am your host, Alpha Mike, and we are transmitting high atop of Florida's peninsula at 108 feet. Today, we will talk to the audience as to why they need to organize, but not to worry, it's already been done. Today, we feature one of those organizations that have helped Americans with the Second Amendment since the mid-70s. Today, more than ever, for the very small amount of money that they're asking for in dues, you should be a member. We'll discuss that and some more topics of the gun owners of America. How do you get in contact with us? Well, there's two websites, RaiderCop.com. There you can hear all our episodes from 1 to 217 and RaiderCopNation.com, the official website where you can get much more information about future shows and a little bit about us. Where do you hear the podcast? Wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, you name it. Look us up, RaiderCopNation or RaiderCop Podcast, and you will find us. Now, we encourage everybody that is listening, not if you are armed, legally armed, in the state that you live in, we are asking you to don't leave the house unprotected without some type of training regimen and insurance. You see, God forbid you have to go for that holster and you pull out your weapon. From the time you pull out that weapon, the lawyer is going to be contacted and they're coming after you. So we encourage you here as an affiliate of the USCCA to join. It's simple as taking your smartphone and texting RAIDER, R-A-I-D-E-R, to 87222, Two, two, two. That will get you on the road to become a member. Memberships as low as $22, as $22, $30, and $47. And I believe there's uh, might be a little small little increase on some of the memberships. A couple dollars. But what you get is amazing as far as training, training videos and up-to-date information on every state in the United States on gun laws. And it's accurate. You know, it's not, you know, they posted it back in 1982 and they never refreshed the page. No, not here. So we encourage you, USCCA. Also, you got that gun that Uncle Joe left you? It's kind of rusted. I can't find the gun. Guns are selling at a whopping pace. They're flying off the shelf. You know, the best gun dealer ever in the history of America 
Barry Obama was beaten, his record was beaten by Uncle Joe Biden. Now, Uncle Joe is the number one gun salesman in America. And guns are flying off the shelf. So, got that old rusty gun and you want more guns? Well, send that old rusty gun to Pistol Pete down in Miami. Pistol Pete the gunsmith and he will make it look brand new. Guaranteed. His information is right down on the bottom of the show notes. Just click on it. And it's easy as taking the gun to a federal uh, firearms dealer, licensed dealer, and they will ship it over to Pistol Pete, the gunsmith of Miami. He'll fix it up, tune it up. You won't recognize the thing and send it right back to you. And uh, it, will, it only costs you the, the freight. That's about it. Oh, well, plus what you got to pay uh, uh, Pistol Pete. But we recommend it because guns are getting harder and harder to purchase. It's all by design. Remember that. If you're looking to get gun training, well, you live up in the uh, Philadelphia area or New Jersey, we recommend Kilo Sierra. He is a certified NRA instructor, and he's been in the shooting range or instructor for many, many years. You won't go wrong with Kilo Sierra. His information as well as down on the bottom. Click on that. Or if you're in the area of Florida and you want to get some gun training, you can contact us at Raider Cop uh, on, on the website, Raider Cop. And we will get back to you. And also, my credentials, I was a police firearms instructor certified in Miami by Miami-Dade Police Department and the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. So I'll be more than happy um, to give you some pointers or if you want an official class just contact me, RaiderCopNation at gmail.com. All right, enough of that. Lastly, it's time to talk about, and this is our new official part of the podcast, the Bolshevik States of Woke. The Soviet Union will be pleased to offer amnesty to your wayward vessel. The Soviet Union? I thought you guys broke up. Yes, that's what we wanted you to think. <laughs> well, on this segment of the show, we get to talk about living in the Bolshevik states of woke. Here are a couple of issues that have happened just this week. We've got issues with gas and gasoline in the southern region of the United States. To the horror of everybody living in the South, we've learned that the Biden administration didn't fill up the tanks. In an article that I'll read now, gas shortage hits cities in Southeast United States after colonial pipeline shuts down. And basically what it says is 
After six days of the Colonial Pipeline shutdown caused by a cyber attack, gas stations are running out of gas, and people are panicked buying fuel in some cities in the United States. CNN, better known as Fake News, reports that cities in the United States are feeling a pinch with gas stations running out of vital supplies, which is gas. This has prompted some people to panic buying, which in turn has prompted the United States Consumer Protect uh, Product Safety Commission to warn Americans to only fill up containers approved to carry gasoline. Fake news went on to say that on Wednesday that 28.2% of all gas stations in North Carolina are affected, 175 in Georgia, 171 in Virginia were without gasoline, according to Gas Buddy. Also, we encourage you to sign up to Gas Bunny, get that app. It looks like they're the only ones on the ball around here trying to figure out what's going on with gasoline. So that's Gas Buddy. We, we encourage you to get that app. It's free. So, Gas stations in a number of major metro areas were worst hit. Here are some of the statistics, statistics from Gas Buddy. Nearly three-quarters, 73% of Pensacola, Florida gas stations uh, are impacted. About 72% of gas stations are reported outages in Raleigh, North Carolina. Outages are impacting 71% of stations in Metro Charlotte, North Carolina. Nearly 60% of stations are impacted in Atlanta, Georgia. This situation was caused by a shutdown of Colonial Pipeline 6-6-1-2-3-4-5-6-6 days ago on Friday, May 7th, after a, ran a ransomware attack on the company. Fake news said that the pipeline system, which is more than 5,000 500 miles in length transported about 45% of all fuel consumed on the east coast of the United States. The Colonial Pipeline along, alone transports 2.5 million barrels per day of gasoline, diesel, jet fuel, and home heating oil from Texas to the east coast. The Colonial Pipeline said on Monday that it is expected that they would be subsequently operational by end of the week after being hit by a ransomware attack that the United States authorities consider was carried out by a criminal group called Darkside. Apart from North Carolina, Georgia, and Virginia, Gas Buddy said fuel outages were also reported in South Carolina, Florida, Maryland, and Tennessee. Six days, six days, and the buffoon in the White House was snoring and sleeping behind the wheel. Nothing. No accessing fuel reserves, no emergencies, nothing. Thumb enlarged in ass. All right, next up, Israel under attack. And it is disgusting, to say the least. 
Don't fool yourself on what's been going on for the last three days. Hamas in Gaza is attacking Israel. Over 500 rockets since we've last uh, uh, picked up the news, which was a couple of, maybe an hour ago or so. And uh, 500 rockets. The Israelis are defending themselves as they should. And the IDF is striking up to 130 terrorist targets in response. So they are fighting back. But don't get it twisted. The reason Hamas is doing this is they are fighting for the billions and billions of dollars that Uncle Joe says he's going to release to Iran. Iran. Because of the sanctions that that terrible Trump did. So Uncle Joe is going to release those sanctions. And that's going to give the Iranians billions. And Hamas wants every dime. So they've armed themselves. They have taken on a lot of financial responsibility buying all these rockets. And they sent them all to Israel to destroy it. You know what it is to the, the fly off 500 rockets and the minimal amount of damage they've done? They've done some. Some people have died. That's terrible. 500 rockets. You know, these morons, you'd think they'd figure it out. Wait a minute. We shot 500 rockets and what, what, what did we get back in return? Nothing. Now... 130 terrorist targets are going to get hit by the Israelis are going to hit in Gaza. And now all of a sudden, you know, they'll be carrying the dead baby and crying, oh, look what they just did. Unbelievable, that's all I can say. But don't get it twisted. The other reason that this has happened against the Israeli nation is because Hamas, Iran, and all these other goofs, they don't see the head goof in the White House. Under the terrible Trump administration, we had peace. Peace in the Middle East. This goof, six months later, this is what we got. Don't get it twisted. And lastly, unemployment. Unemployment, the numbers are skyrocketing. They're ugly. People are out of jobs. People can't get jobs. Uncle Joe is a freaking joke. Now, my question is, where are all these people that voted for Uncle Joe? Come on, raise your hand. We know you're out there. We've seen you on social media barking and yelling. All of a sudden, you disappeared. All of a sudden, all the Biden supporters are entering the witness protection program. It's freaking disgusting. Now, here's my prediction on this, and then we'll start going into the word of the week. The rockets attack that are happening in Israel will continue. Israel will defend itself masterfully as it is doing now. And they have all the right in the world to defend themselves. Five hundred rockets. Imagine if the city that you live in or the state that you lived in 
got attacked by another country with 500 rockets. Americans would be up in arms asking for people's heads. But nothing but crickets over at the White House. Uncle Joe has little to nothing to say about Israel being under attack. Tells you everything right there. And we'll end with this note. Recently, there was the National Day of Prayer. Historically, presidents have always given speech on these days. And even Barry Obama, in his speech, he mentioned God twice. I believe President Terrible Trump invoked God up to eight or ten times in his speech. But Uncle Joe, recently, as a couple of days ago, nothing. Crickets all over again. Never mentioned God. This is an evil administration. And as such, we're seeing what evil produces. It is a killer of people. It kills their emotions, it kills their finances, it kills their spirit, it kills their being. And that's what they do. So, living under the Bolshevik states of America will be a new thing here on Raider Cop Podcast in our introduction. Of course, it may or may not be as long as it was today. We made it a little lengthy so we can access a little bit more the points. But every week, we will talk about the goof in the White House and how he's ruining American lives. But fear not, I have good news, and the good news comes in the form of Scripture, and it's time for the Word of the Week. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Psalms 19.7 And you can hear more on what I read on these shows on AWOL, which is a segment that you can find on our official website, Radicop Podcast. These shows on Scripture will be broadcast on Sundays. Not every Sunday, but you can catch it. And it's um, about uh, 15 to 30 minutes of what I read on these podcasts, explaining it in a little bit more detail. Because you need all types of information in your war chest And you also need spiritual protection as well. All right, my friends, it's time to get the small bus. It's time to get the clowns. We are going to head into episode 217, Gun Owners of America, which starts now.
gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the main event. Episode 217, Gun Owners of America. Today we're going to discuss why you should join. You know, gun-grabbing Joe and Camilla have pledged to the Bolshevik states of woke and the empress of evil that they will take your gun and mine. As such, you might be an NRA member, and we say that's fantastic. You might be part of the U.S. CCA, that's fantastic, or any other gun group. We applaud you. We're not here to belittle anybody. But if you're not a part of anything and you believe in the Second Amendment, we encourage you to join one of these groups and do your research, see which one fits you. But the more, the stronger our voices will be heard in Swampland America. Today we feature the Gun Owners of America and we're going to talk a little bit about the group and the good things that they have done. Gun Owners of America, standing for GOA, is a gun rights organization with over 100,000 members in the United States. Founded on November 9th, 1976. It is a 501c4 non-for-profit. The founder's name was H.L. Richardson. The purpose. Now, every organization needs to have a purpose. You just don't form things for the sake of forming. For crying out loud, even the Communist Party has a purpose. So, we're going to look at what the purpose is for this group and how it might fit you. Now, the Gun Owners of America basically see the rights to bear arms as a fundamental freedom issue. The GOA stands is not to accept the status quo. According to the, G, the Gun Owners of America official website, it's board contends that Americans have lost some of their gun rights and GOA strives to get them back. For 30 years, gun owners of America have been building a na nationwide network of lawyers to aid in challenging gun control legislation in the courts. Gun Owners of America has been involved in legal proceedings in almost every state in the hopes of maintaining and advancing pro-gun legislation and rights. So that's basically their purpose. And I'm a proud member. Headquarters in Springfield, Virginia, the organization basically focuses on lobbying in the swamp and supporting pro-gun candidates seeking office. 
You see, the more friends the Second Amendment people have in office, the better it is. Lobbying is a part of that as well because, let's face it, folks, a lot of our politicians are just plain stupid when it comes to guns. You know, they call the rifle the attack. The, the attack rifle. Attacks. Just comes at you. So the focal point of this organization is also to educate, and we firmly believe in that as well. Let's talk about some of their recent campaigns to highlight a little bit of what they've been doing. Gun Owners of America publicly denounced the president-elect Barack Barry Obama, stating that based on his voting record in the Illinois State Senate, and the United States Senate President-elect Barack Barry Obama will be the most anti-Second Amendment president in the history of America. Gun Owners of America was worried that with the Democratic Party majority in the 111th Congress, having Barry alongside Democratic leader Nancy Pelosi, the state majority leader... Harry Reid, both rated an F with the Gun Owners of America, while mean Second Amendment protected rights could have could be affected. Gun Owners of America concerned about the Obama administration and current Congress included includes the enactment of the expired assault weapons ban legislation to end gun shows, legislation banning the 50 caliber rifle or ammunition, expansion of the national instant criminal background check system, ratification of the international treaties with uh, effects on American firearms laws, such as CIFTA. Gun Owners of America failed in its battle against New York State Senator Chuck. I got no purpose, Schumer. NICS Improvement Amendment Act of 2007, the group claimed that the bill H.R. 2640 and S. 2084 would give authorities, including court psychiatrists and in some cases psycho, uh, psychotherapists, the ability to revoke the Second Amendment rights of veterans who had been diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. Gun Owners of America contended that this would be an infringement on the rights of veterans with mental disorders. Now you can clearly see how important some of these battles that the Gun Owners of America are taking on. They're very detailed and very complex. So let's talk about some of their victories because um, I could talk and talk all day, but I need to give you good news. So the Gun Owners of America's victories on June 6, 1995, the GOA helped in lobbying the House of Representatives to vote against the Morin Amendment by a vote of 278 to 149. The amendment would have banned 50 caliber weapons from being licensed uh, for export. 
On July 13, 2006, uh, Senator David Vitter saw an 84 to 16 vote for his amendment prohibiting the use of federal money for federal agents to confiscate weapons during a declared state of emergency. This bill was passed less than a year after the devastation in uh, Vitter's home state of uh, from Hurricane Cortina. June 27th of 07, the Pence Amendment bill passed. The name, uh, the name after the Representative Mike Pence, who you might have known him as the Vice President, was passed by a vote of 309 to 115. According to the Gun Owners of America, the amendment blocked the Federal Communications Commission's ability to use the Fairness Doctrine to limit the free speech allowed by organizations like Gun Owners of America over the airwaves. Even me talking today on the mic. So we're protected under that amendment. Thank you, Mike. August uh, 9th of 2007, Gun Owners of America supported Vitter's work on pushing through the bill starting that stating that no U.S. funds can be used by the United Nations or group affiliated with the United Nations to restrict the tax Second Amendment rights. If the uh, if they attempt to do so, the U.S. can withdraw their funds from the organization. The bill, H.R. 2764, also known as the Consolidation Appropriations Act, passed by 81 to 10 votes. And lastly, February 25th, 08, Senator Jim DeMitt, Amendment Bill S-1200, the Indian Health Care Improvement Act. The act stated that the funds were to be used for violent prevention. Once the funds were attempted to be used for gun buybacks, DeMitt pushed through an amendment to the act stating that the money cannot be used for any anti-gun programs. DeMitt's amendment passed by a margin of 78 to 11. So those are some of the victories that they've done. And this is why we need groups like this. They're not talking about concepts. They're in the trench and they're fighting. So if you're thinking about becoming a member, the website that they have is gunowners.org. Gunowners.org. And to become a member, the dues, an annual dues is $25. Now, they also have a life member dues of $1,000. So you donation of $1,000 makes you a life member. Or if you want to become a Patriot member, that's $25 a month. Now, of course, it's based on what you believe in and what you can afford. But the good that they're doing in defending and protecting our Second Amendment is so crucial. It's so important that we focus on supporting them. And here's why.
The left, one of the good qualities that they have, and I recently did the episode, The Qualities of a Fool. So fools do have qualities. They are, no matter, even if they discuss what we're going to be doing in the next day or so is just marching blindfolded off a cliff. They will do it. They will all get in formation, get blindfolded, and start marching in the direction of the cliff. And even as people start to fall off the cliff, yelling and screaming on the way down, they'll continue because they're crazy. And that's why we need to be even crazier, not jumping off cliffs, but joining organizations like the Gun Owners of America to make sure that we have a fighting chance. Because let's face it, these groups are 100% against us. And when I'm talking about left groups, the, the left, not the liberals. Remember, we discussed that over and over again. Liberals are just useful idiots to the Communist Party. Leftists are dangerous. They want to take your guns, your rights, and everything you have. Liberals believe in saving the titsy fly in your backyard and destroying your house to save that one little fly. That's the difference. But liberals are becoming more and more outraged by the leftist policies and what they're seeing. And at times it has to slow down Uncle Joe in the White House where he has to literally pull back the reins a little bit because leftists are starting to say, what, what, wait a minute, Whoa, hold on, what are we doing now? It is so crazy what the left wants to do. So if you want to take something from today's show, there is a distinction between the left and the liberal. The left is a part of the Marxist movement, okay? Now, let's take a look. Let's, let's pause for a second. Let's take a little parenthesis here, a little break. And let's look at the Communist Party of the USA. Now, they actually formed, and we're going to have a show on this one in the future, but they formed in 1919. So we've had commies in this country since 1919 forming, organizing, till they finally got Uncle Bernie on the ticket and the Bernie bros. And they're, all these years have gotten them to today's date. Now, the Communist Party USA is a split from the Socialist Party of America, headquarters in New York City with approximately 10,000 members. But look, that number is a bunch of baloney. There's probably hundreds of thousands of them, but they're too coward to actually fill out the membership card. But they believe in the Communist ideology. Now, what does the Communist Party USA stand for? Communism, Marxism, Leninism, Socialism, all the isms. They're down with all the isms. 
Let me tell you how bad it is. The Communist Party of USA, on April 7th of this year, 2021, have voted to have an open candidate. In other words, when I mean open, not that he's going to come out of the closet, although he might. They're basically saying, I am a communist and I'm running for office. Never has this been seen in America. There are people who have run as communists and got the crap kicked out of them, not literally, uh, metaphorically, but this organization now is putting people on ballots. They don't care if it's as communist because they are that bold in doing their stupidity. On April 7th of 2021, open candidate for council in Long Beach, California is uh, for Stephen Estrada. So that's our commie that we got to make sure never gets in office. His name is Stephen Estrada. And I can assure you that there's some pretty good dollar bills funding his campaign because the American, the haters out there want nothing more than to have comrade Stephen Estrada managing the affairs of Long Beach, California. And that's just the beginning of a movement. Recently, 43 senators led by Marcos Rubio of Florida, Cuban-American that knows very well what communism is, demanding that Joe, Uncle Joe, end talks with Iran on the nuclear deal because of Hamas's possible funding. Of course, Joe won't even read the letter from the 43 United States senators. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you hearing this? 43 senators. There's a hundred of them in our government. 43 are signing on the dotted line. These people run our country. Joe won't listen. He's going full tilt giving the Iranians everything they need from money to the matches for the nuclear bomb. This is the lunatic that's in charge. As I said earlier, Hamas is waiting for the billions and billions of dollars that Uncle Joe will unleash and give to Iran. Iran, of course, will take envelopes and put billions of dollars in it and send it to Hamas so they can get more rockets and craziness to attack Israel and America. That's right. America eventually is next. If what you see in Israel excites you and you get all happy, yeah, good, I'm glad, I hope they get more. That's coming over here next. Plus, it isn't biblical because God said in the Bible, those that curse my people shall be cursed. Those that bless my people shall be blessed. God's people are the Israelis.
the Jews, the Hebrews. We lived in we live in troubled times, and we need to wake up. We need to put our head on a swivel. We need to know what direction we're going. Don't fall asleep behind the wheel like people did during the election. This is how we got to this mess in the first place. We've got over three years to go of this freaking madness. Now ask yourself this question. No, ask yourself these questions. Number one, where the hell are the Joe Biden supporters? Are they all in the witness protection program? They were on Facebook just six, seven months ago bragging and beating on their chest. What happened? Where did they go? Two, why are they missing? How come they're not out there vocally speaking on behalf of Uncle Joe and Camilla, telling us that everything they're doing is rightful, just, true, and the American way? Nothing but crickets. Another thing, how come the White House is very silent on the protection of Israel? How come Joe hasn't spoken to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel? How come? What's going on, Joe? You sent catch-up, man, to go talk to the Iranians. Nobody's talking to Israel? Why this sudden change? Why did Uncle Joe do his speech on the National Day of Prayer and omit the word God from any portion of his speech? Do we have a person that worships something other than what he says? Could it be that Uncle Joe is really not a Catholic because Catholic bishops have been jumping on Uncle Joe lately by saying, Joe, you're supporting abortion. That's against our rules. Keep it up and we're going to take away communion from you. Don't do that again. But could Uncle Joe be a little bit more sinister? Does he worship the, the guy with the horns? Hmm. Interesting questions that we all need to know. Lastly, and most importantly, the hits are going to keep on coming. And Uncle Joe and Camilla are heading towards war. That's right, you heard it here, folks. They're going to get us into a war. Could be with the Russians. The reason for it, the Democrats are big war mongols. They've always been. But how many of you drank the Kool-Aid? How many? Come on, raise your hand. We know who you are. You know, we know you voted for Joe and Camilla. Now you're hiding. Come on. Be proud. Be proud of the guys you put in the White House. These freaking morons. These Mama Lukes you put in there. Be proud. They're your Mama Lukes, not mine. Your Mama Lukes. The hits are going to keep on coming. We're going to batten down the hatches because we'll be going to war pretty soon. Unfortunately, hundreds of thousands of American kids have to die in these wars just to appease the Democrats and the war mongols in the swamp. 
entering a war that we really shouldn't be entering. But Americans will always support their military. That's how low these idiots in the White House are. They're like bugs hiding behind every crevice. You get the opportunity to step on them and squash them, do so, because they are multiplying. Up next, The Empty Barrel Makes the Most Noise, episode 218, dedicated to my buffoon former supervisors. We will talk about it. Now, I'm sure that a lot of you guys have had supervisors in your lives that knew nothing, did nothing, and they were always the most opinionated in the room. They were the loudest big mouths. You could hear them blocks away. You would look in astonishment as you would hear these idiots talking like if they actually did something in their career and like if they actually knew. Today, political correctness has allowed us to become even stupider because we don't put these bad supervisors on blast. Well... Alpha Mike is here to tell you that I'm going to put all my past supervisors that were bad on blast with stories. Of course, we're not going to have one show because it'd take up too much time. But periodically, we will talk about these people. On episode 218, The Empty Barrel Makes the Most Noise, we're going to talk about why that phenomena exists. What empowers these buffoons to talk so bravely, so boldly, so knowledgeably about nothing that they know? They have absolutely no knowledge of anything, but they are the loudest in the room. How can law enforcement get rid of them? Well, stop the inheritance. Because a lot of these buffoons earned their position as political hacks because they were part of an inheritance. As always, it is my honor and pleasure to be your host on Radio Cop Podcast. Continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game, we have nothing. Continue to pray for your family, your community, the law enforcement agencies that serve you, and most importantly, continue to pray for the United States of America. As a tribute to all the soldiers and Marines that have died for our country, please stand for our national anthem. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out.